Hello, everybody. It is Friday morning. I had a long overnight shift, if you will. You know, not bitching, hashtag time and a half. I do, well, I don't want to say I enjoy working hard, but I am one that has no issues with a hard day's work. Now, all that said, I'm back on CarCast number 14. Now, I've had some conversation with some close, uh, I don't know, I guess you could say associates, friends. I would consider them, I would consider the guy a friend. I hope he would consider me the same, or at least somebody he would call if he needed something, and I could call him if I needed something in the future. I just know, I, I'll tell him that whenever he leaves the company, but because he is planning on going once he gets his master's, he's leaving. So, I mean, hey, shout out to that man for putting a rocket up his ass and shooting for the stars. But he neither here nor there. The man and me have had several conversations about, you know, not, not particularly like red pill topics, but initiated man stuff, if you know what I mean. And one of the themes that keeps coming up, because he's still got a little bit of blue pill, a little bit of, a lot of gynocentrism, is like, you know, a lot of, it, the topic always comes up, it's like, you hate women, you have, must have been hurt, and that brings the topic of this car cast. This is uh, going to be my 14th edition, uh, this is going to be a continued series, uh, a series I'm going to maintain. I'm going to take a high, I'm not a hiatus, but I'll probably back off of the women ruin everything series they're you know not that they're not getting views but those episodes are kind of yeah the titles are kind of trolly and i don't mean to you know be a full-blown dick with you know what i'm doing what this podcast is what my thoughts are but that brings me the title of carcast number 14 i don't hate women i hate hypocrisy now if you will let me explain i will uh i'll sort of bear my soul, if you will. I'll come clean about my life, who I am, uh, without doxing myself, I'm sorry, but, you know, who flex, the soul of flex, if you will, the the man behind the title. No names, no doxing, like I said, but uh, if I will go there, you know, obviously you all know I'm a black man, um, single mom, raised by single mom, and pushed in, you know, because I'm 6'4", I was a bigger kid, bigger guy now, I was pushed into sports by my mom, and she had a lot of those live-in thug boyfriends that were, like, trying to get me to play basketball, I was actually a high school and collegiate wrestler, that was my passion, I had to give my passion up for two years because her thug boy, one of her thug boyfriends made me play basketball because he didn't see, there was no money in for him, and her to leech off me, there was no money in, in wrestling, at least before the, not to date myself, but before the UFC became what it was, nobody saw in a financial avenue for wrestlers, so uh, as a young black boy in a single mother home with a thug boyfriend, there, that was not not acceptable, he, they, they made me play basketball, I suck at basketball, even on black, <laughs> horrible at it, spoiler alert, anyway, that's part of my childhood, socially, Socially, I've never been the greatest person or most skilled. I, I I know how to articulate myself. I'm not afraid to have conversations or approach women or anything like that. Now I've developed that over years and years and years. But particularly if we're going to talk about, you know, start off with the childhood. Um, I was an insult till I was 20. I think I've talked about this before, but just, just to go in depth, just to bare my soul and come clean, if you will. 
I not only was a fucking what you would call an incel till I was 20. No, that was 13 years ago, so I'm no longer an incel. But, I mean, you have to add up the quote-unquote lack of sex, but also lack of friends, lack of female companionship. Not only just the companionship part, but like dates, normal interactions, uh, dinner dates, fucking anything, combos, uh text friendship, or, you know what I'm saying, text communications, all the, all the normal, normal male-female interactions, it was bereft of me, and then you couple that, couple that with the fact that my mom treated me, like I say most women do, as a human doing, as a utility, you know, she wanted, like most single black moms, she wanted her pro-athlete child so she can get what the fuck she wanted, uh, and her thug boyfriends were, were, all too happy to come along for the ride. Now, obviously, pro sports didn't work out. Collegiate sports sort of did. I won't, you know, to prevent doxing, I'm not going to talk about where I played college football. But I, I, I dabbled in a little bit of college football in the Big Ten. Uh, obviously, that's a Midwestern college football conference for you, for those who don't know. Um, I wrestled in the Big Ten. And actually, because I loved wrestling so much and I was an adult, an adult, and I realized, I didn't realize at the time, but now looking back on it, I rebelled against my mom, walked away from football to focus primarily on wrestling. I wrestled uh, collegiately for two and a half years. I got injured. That didn't end my collegiate career. The injury did not. But me letting only the sports and let my grades slip and the fact that I was on my third major in the third year of college and I had a good friend in the uh, U.S. military, I won't say what branch, who had done two years and got his bachelor's. Uh, now, I think he got a lot. You know the way the military works, a lot of the schooling that you go through, you can get some college credits for. But I saw the way this man's life had went. Absent the leeching single black mother that I had, with all due respect and love for my mom, who I, uh, I still love as a mother, I guess if you will. But he was able to build a halfway decent life for himself. And I, and I, you know, three years out of high school, so that made us about 20, 21. Um, I was still a virgin, even though I was doing all those college sports. I did everything what I thought I was supposed to, that you would think in America that's supposed to lead to romantic success. Now, my failures or my shortcomings are probably due primarily to, primarily to everything, all the shaming tactics that women use, when they're talking about me, when those are thrown at me, they're likely true, I'm not, I'm not Denzel in the face, I'm not uh, Idris Elba, I'm not Morris Chestnut, on top of the fact that I am black, and liked, eh, I don't say exclusively non-black women, I like sisters, trust me, cute sisters all day, it doesn't even have to be cute, like, good looking black women, I'll go for it. That's all me, all day. As a matter of fact, if you talk, ask me today, now, I honestly prefer good-looking black women over any other ways. I, I don't, I, like, having dabbled on the quote-unquote other side, greener, the grass was not greener. White women ain't shit. And then if given the choice between black women and white women, I would pick black women. Not because black women are better, but because black, white women, because of feminism and all the stupid shit that they're doing, are terrible. They aren't shit. They really aren't worth it anymore to for the brothers that are out there thinking about crossing over. Don't. Go Latina. Go 
uh, particularly non-American black women, if you want a little bit of that femininity and all the other things that you want to get away from black women for, because white women are just, they're, they're worse in their own ways. That is neither here nor there, because again, I'm speaking from the, the incel life from from 20 and before. Uh, as I said, I'm no longer an incel, so save that shit. But as a man who essentially spent his entire life as a utility, uh, on top of, you know, my single black mom trying to leech me for pro sports and, you know, quote unquote, buy your mama a house, buy your mama this, do this for your mama. I had her draining my bank account as a teenager. I remember I would get a paper route. I had a paper route. I remember I was a cashier and a burger flipper at McDonald's, which for a teenager and the work ethic that I had, you know, being socially adept, not going on dates, I had free and clear summers. I was working full time and more, even though, you know, labor laws for children at the time weren't. I was voluntarily, you know, as a teenager doing 50 hour work weeks sometimes because I had two jobs. Like I said, I was a cashier at a grocery store and I also did McDonald's because I only had part time with the McDonald's. But if you combine both jobs, I was putting 50 hours in at work a week and I made some good money. Oh, well, for a 16 year old inner city product of a single mother black kid having two, three, four thousand dollars to your name from a summer's work. That was kind of how I was living. And specifically, you know, sophomore and junior year, I would save up money because I'm like, I'm going to be, you know, especially 15. I was like, I'm going to get a car. Cool. My mom, my single black mom emptied out my bank account, left me with like a hundred bucks to pay my phone bill. And she then read me a bunch of articles about children getting in accidents and all these sob stories. And she told me it was for her bills. But my my mom was one of these women that went out to clubs all the time. She was always out living her life with her thug boyfriends. And her thug boyfriends also, for some reason, got himself a bunch of new shit around the time that my mom stole all that money from me. My mom spent my entire life, as a matter of fact, stealing money from me. Because when I, well, after, you know, let's fast forward. I'm bouncing around here. But the college football story, right? The college football story, when I left the football, or if you will, college, she was highly disappointed and all that, and collegiate didn't work out, I ended up in the military because my friend had just built himself such a great life, so when I would go uh, on deployments, I went to Iraq and I went to Afghanistan, both times I came home from those deployments, my mom would use some type of sob story, tears, manipulation and gaslighting to weasel five, six, seven thousand dollars out of me each time. I think in my life I've given my mother probably close to fifty thousand dollars. I would take if no, not that high. But let's just say let me ballpark if she took six or seven, probably up to eight or nine thousand while I was a teenager, and then probably twelve thousand or more while I was in the military. Uh, let's ballpark it in between twenty and twenty-five thousand dollars that I've given my mom. I've funded my mom's lifestyle with about twenty-five grand. Uh, that's being uh, that's overshooting it a little bit, overestimating it. But let's say between twenty and twenty-five grand. Anyway, I funded my mom's lifestyle with you know five figure with that amount of money. I also have put several things in my name for her cable, all the, the whole nine. You know how black moms are. I had a, a shit on my credit report from when I was 67 because black moms love to put their fucking children's name on bills and papers and shit and 
run up the fucking, you know, delinquency of whatever the fuck they put their, na- their children's name on, fucking their credit up before they can even fucking go to first grade. Hashtag single black mothers. You gotta love them, don't they? Don't you? Anyway, spending that much time as a utility for a woman, pretty much my entire life, to only go into interpersonal relationships when I finally did come, you know, rid myself of the quote-unquote what y'all are called what they call now inceling but it was you know shit 13 years ago there was no the term incel didn't really exist i was a virgin i lost it i started dating dealing with women and i have a big problem with being a utility for a woman my mom treated me like a utility my entire life and now as a father and i don't mind being a utility for my child but I don't want any more children. At some point, I'm sick of fucking being somebody's goddamn utility. Like, as a man, we have every right to be frustrated over this. People are always like, men should just man up and do this. Fuck you. Why the fuck is it our job to do these things? Because if... Okay. If I'm res- if I'm financially responsible for something or someone, then why do I not have authority over it? Because... Women have this mentality in society that men need to be responsible for them financially, yet we have no authority over them. And I don't want authority over women to, like, command pussy or something like that. No, man. Incel or not is entitled to sex. Let's clear that up now. I hold this stance. No man or woman is entitled to anything from either gender. But yet women have laws in place that say they're entitled to men's money based off of an interpersonal relationship. Legally, they can just do and say whatever the fuck they want. They can cheat and then demand money from a man anyway. What the fuck is that? Am I tripping? Am I crazy? This is in pain. I'm asking a legitimate question. Why the fuck do we have to be responsible for the female gender and we have no authority over them? That's the equivalent of being forced at gunpoint to work a job and them not calling it slavery. Sorry, that's what it is. Now, I've heard a lot of black feminists try to call marriage slavery. A black feminist is going to call marriage slavery at a young age because she hasn't hit the wall yet. When she starts popping out kids by thugs, when she starts getting fat and old and no men give her any attention, then she's going to start... Why, you know, looking at marriage is a viable option. And even as a quote-unquote initiated man with, you know, some elements of red and, red pill and MGTOW in my belief system, I look at marriage as a, it's, it's quintessential to traditional society. Now, traditional society is bullshit because the conservatives want to maintain traditional society whilst still having a society that's gynocentric via law. Ganocentrism isn't is, is enforced via law. And I guess that kind of covers my soul, my heart, and my, you know, why I am the way I am. But at some point, I as a man want to live my life for me. I deserve, all people deserve to be happy and to be treated as a tool for essentially your whole life that does something to somebody men aren't supposed to get hurt i know fat feminists and black women and women all over are use that as a deflection and try to say oh you're hurt so but women are so full of shit with this because 
they're the ones always hurt. They're the ones who try to say when one woman gets raped because they have an in-group preference that they try to own her rape and like make new laws and take away fucking due process to where they can just make an accusation. And the thing is, if due process is gone, I'm just, you know, you could just go throw out a murder accusation with nobody or no crime ever committed. But fuck it. There's no due process. Arrest whoever the fuck I throw that accusation at because feelings, feminism, and reasons, right? Again, as I come around to what I was going to talk about topic-wise, I don't hate women. I hate hypocrisy. I hate a society, and I hate women's women's mentality. Let me specify. I hate women's mentality of, I want, I'm pro-choice. I want to be able to choose when I become a parent. I want birth control. I want the means to give the child up for adoption if I'm not ready. But a man has absolutely no choice. And a woman, a woman, women, including anti-feminists, including Trump-supporting women, including women who are, quote-unquote, uh, down with the, quote-unquote, men's rights, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, they're Diet Coke feminists, and they think a man should still pay. A man doesn't have a choice. A man is a utility, like I always talk about. Women also hold this standard about beauty standards. Let's erode beauty standards. Let's not hold women to blah, blah, blah. Women shouldn't be looked at like this. Women shouldn't be looked at like that. Yet they'll turn around, and the vast majority of them, especially young women in their prime or post, you know, pre-wall, particularly pre-wall women, they're like, they hold this standard. They want a man to be a specific height, to make a specific amount of money, and to be specific, you know, skin tone, they have, their list is, most women's list is almost incontrovertible, or I'm sorry, it's bottomless, most women's lists are bottomless, most women are out here like six pack, six feet tall, six figure income, dark skin, specific type of haircut, specific amount of tattoos, tattoos on the six pack, 12 to six, 12 to 16 inch dick, like, there's, it's just insane what they want, but yet a man's like, I like a slim or petite woman. A woman, I like a woman that's not obese but not a bag of bones. I like a woman that can cook or whatever the hell standard, whatever little stupid standard we may have as a guy. Most dudes just want a, a kind woman that's going to be supportive and is moderately attractive, moderate, like like a regular woman, right? And the female gender looks at men as sexist, sexist and preposterous for even saying such a thing. And there is hypocrisy. And for anybody anybody to deflect, that is hurt when that is called out by men like me. The very few men who call that shit out. And they want to say it's, you know, they want to deflect it as pain. When I'm just like, how the fuck can you hold those two views? How can you simultaneously want equality with a man, but you want him to be responsible for you financially? You want him to be responsible for a pregnancy that he did not want. But when you get pregnant and you do not want it, you will abort the child. You can you can give the child up for adoption. You can take the morning after pill. You have all these options and you have no problem by holding a, a cognitive dissonance. And that's something most men won't call out because they love pussy i don't value pussy like that i don't give a fuck about like okay i've had sex whoop-de-doo 
I was a virgin for a long time. I've been fucking pussies, you know, well, no pun intended, for the last 12, 13, 14 years. Um, I'm impressed. It's great. It does feel pretty good. Yeah, okay. But that doesn't mean you get to be full of shit. That doesn't mean you get to pull the wool over my eyes and hold me to something that you yourself won't do. Because when I treat women accordingly, a lot of times I'm just out here, I'm going to treat women the exact same way they treat men, and I'm looked at as some type of psychopath, some type of hurt person, an incel, all these things, right? Why? That is my question. This isn't hatred, women. But I I really do have to ask, how do you get to hold two separate views? Is it because vagina? You simply think because vagina you can hold conflicting views like that? Like for example, this Me Too shit. So you telling me you get to make a 30, you get to wait 30, 40, 50 years, make an accusation, and because you want people to listen and believe, I don't get to defend myself. I have no rights to whatever you're trying to take away from me. It just has to get taken away. I need to go to jail, or any man needs to just go to jail, listen and believe because you're a woman. Yet, as a man, when I when when we categorically deny that we've done anything like that, we are misogynists and we are evil rapists who need our dicks chopped off and we need to be thrown in a river with boulders tied to our feet. But yet, you want you want to be able to kill men, throw them away like pieces of gum, trash them, uh, eradicate the ones that you find unattractive. But you have no problem soaking up the tax dollars that men pay, which we are the most, it's not even close, compared as far as net taxpayers, keyword net taxpayers, if you talk about women who are net taxpayers and men who are net taxpayers, it's not even close. It's, it's like 600 to 1. It's something like that. Because women get so many government benefits that they essentially don't pay taxes. Because they get to turn around and go get benefits, female-only benefits, i.e. WIC. Medicare, Medicaid, fucking child support, welfare, all those things paid out to mostly women, particularly mostly white women, the biggest beneficiaries of those systems, i.e. they aren't net taxpayers, yet women will soak up men's money essentially and tell us they want to be equal, how does that make sense, how can you be equaler than better because you're already essentially in a society's eyes you're ahead of men so what the fuck do we have that you're going to take away other than rights they essentially want slaves they just won't say the word slave and i as a black man look at ti and all these rappers and all these black professional liberals who celebrate me too and celebrate them using this on white republican males and i'm sitting here like this is scary guys because they're not going to stop with the white Republican males when they get done. They're going to come after the straight men. They are. And I'm going on and on and on and on. And I guess I just, I'll just cover this. Or close out like this. I don't... This isn't hatred. This really isn't. What I'm actually talking about is equality. And society is so gynocentric that somebody discussing women in the way that they treat and discuss men is looked at as hatred as misogyny but if I were to reverse if you just go through all my podcasts 
or posts that I've made on Facebook or articles that I've written and you just reverse the genders, it would sound exactly like feminism or what women say, not even just feminism. It would sound perfectly fine to all you people. And that's because gynocentrism is in your heart. It's on your brain. It's written into your genetic code. It's in your DNA. You believe it. And that's a problem. Not many men are going to speak up on it. But I just don't want to take it anymore. I've been a utility my whole life. I talked about my, my story, right? And maybe you can stop consuming little boys like mine souls. Because I'm already gone. I'm too far gone. But maybe some of you guys who may have sons can save those little boys from being consumed by this system, but consumed by their parents, consumed by the thought that men are only utilities to women. That's not hatred of women. That's simply saying men deserve to have life uh, a pursuit of happiness and a life that they may want to live too. If you don't like that, then you hate men and you really need to address your gynocentrism. I'm out.